Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Our Lady of Sorrows Parish at St. Matthias Church. Today we begin a new church year with the celebration of the first Sunday of Advent, Mass being offered for Dominic Treveri. Second collection um, for Subway gift cards for the Dorothy Day House. Please stand and welcome each other to Mass this morning. We begin this morning in the Gather Hymnal with number 577, number 577. Please respond to the invocations under the portions marked all. to God's love as we prepare to welcome Christ into our lives and in our homes. The candles of this wreath remind us that Jesus Christ came to conquer the darkness of sin and ignorance and lead us into the kingdom of his glorious light. Let us ask God's blessing upon this wreath. Lord God, your church joyfully awaits the coming of its Savior, who enlightens our hearts and dispels the darkness of ignorance and sin. Pour forth your blessings upon us as we light the first candle of this wreath. May its light reflect the splendor of Christ, who is Lord forever and ever. Amen.
May the keeping of Advent open our hearts to God's love. May the light of Christ penetrate the darkness of sin. May this wreath remind us to prepare for the coming of Christ. And may this season fill us with peace as we strive to follow the example of Jesus. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. May the light of Christ lead us to the joys of his kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray. Grant your faithful, we pray, almighty God, the resolve to run forth to meet your Christ with righteous deeds at his coming, so that gathered at his right hand, we may be worthy to possess the heavenly kingdom. Through Christ our Lord. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. You, Lord, are our Father, our Redeemer, you are named forever. Why do you let us wander, O Lord, from our ways, and harden our hearts so that we fear you not? Return for the sake of your servants, the tribes of your heritage. O oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down with the mountains quaking before you. Well, you wrought awesome deeds we could not hope for, such as they had not heard from, far, from of old. No ear has ever heard, no eye has ever seen any God but you doing such deeds for those who wait for him. Would you might meet us doing right that we were mindful of you in our ways. Behold, you are angry and we are sinful. All of us have become like unclean people. All of our good deeds are like polluted rags. We have all withered like leaves, and our guilt carry us, carries us away like the wind. There is none of you who calls upon your name, who rouses himself to cling to you. For you have hidden your face from us, and you have delivered us up to our guilt. Yet, O oh Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are the potter. We are all the work of your hands. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Please turn to the front of the Gather Hymnal to number 39, number 
A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always on your account for the grace of God bestowed on you in Christ Jesus, that in him you were enriched in every way with all discourse and all knowledge as a testimony to Christ was confirmed among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift, as you wait for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will keep you firm to the end, irreproachable on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, and by him you were called to fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Jesus said to his disciples, Be watchful, be alert. You do not know when the time will come. It is like a man traveling abroad. He leaves home and places his servants in charge, each with his own work, and orders the gatekeeper to be on the watch. Watch, therefore. You do not know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether in the evening or at midnight or at cock crow, or in the morning. May he not come suddenly and find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to all, watch. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Sometimes in the stories of Scripture, those who miss out are not necessarily those who are deliberately evil, but often they are those lacking in perseverance. That parable a couple of weeks ago about the bridesmaids and how five of them do not have oil in their lamps because they fell asleep waiting for the bridegroom, the oil burned out, and that made them unable to enter the wedding feast. A little bit more of preparation 
a little bit more of perseverance would have made a big difference in their situation. And even the inner circle of Jesus' apostles, the privileged three, Peter, James, and John, when Jesus asked them to stay awake for only an hour and pray in the Garden of Gethsemane the night before he's crucified, they fall asleep on him. Not once, not twice, but three times. And so the Gospel's advice this morning, be watchful, be alert, is well placed. Because, first of all, we don't want to miss the Lord when he comes, not just at the end of time, but when he shows up then and again, time and time again. When he shows up in those who love us, in those in need, in the stranger we choose to help, in the person whose honesty made us better people. Now, be watchful and being alert, as the gospel asks of us, those are difficult instructions to follow. Because if you go through your life with your eyes wide open, with your mind and heart free of illusions, things can become pretty difficult. With eyes wide open, you and I are going to see much of the pain and suffering in the world. We don't hide from it. With eyes wide open, we will see our own faults and shortcomings in very clear light, if we're honest with ourselves. With our eyes wide open, being awake and alert, we're going to encounter the downside of even those we love and admire the most. And with eyes wide open, you and I can look at these past nine months and see a kind of blip on the screen of life, almost as a waste of time and resources in the battle against this virus. It's very tempting to give up when we've been through this this long. But today, you and I begin a new church year. We turn the page, and we celebrate the fact that we worship a God and the Savior who shared our earthly life in our flesh, we worship a God and a Savior for whom nothing is ever truly wasted. No experience is beyond the touch of God's grace. No bad experience, no good experience, no painful experience. Nothing is beyond the reach of God's grace. Nothing is wasted. And so the challenge, I guess, is to open our eyes even wider. Because with eyes opened even wider, we move past the gloom and doom. And we see heroism and courage coming forth from ordinary men and women just trying to do their jobs and take care of those assigned to them, especially in our hospitals, our nursing homes, our prisons, and other long-term facilities. With eyes wide open, wider open, we hope to see an outpouring of seasonal generosity because of the hardship we face, and in spite of that hardship, too. With eyes open wider, we put aside the stress of confinement and cabin fever and pray for a deeper wisdom to come from this time of trial. And 
And with eyes open wider, we see in ourselves and in each other not just sins and shortcomings, but possibilities for change and growth that are ready to be born. Many, many years ago, in my first year of the seminary, the first class at 8 o'clock in the morning was church history. And that's where we learned about this group of people called the Millenarians. And the Millenarians are this group of French and German Christians who, in the year 999, were convinced that the world was going to end on January 1st, 1000. They interpreted the scriptures and calculated that on that day, January 1st, 1000, Jesus would return in glory and usher in the end of time. So a few months before that day, they left their families, their hometowns and their villages, and went off to a high mountain in Switzerland, and there built shelters on the eastern slope, so that when he came, presumably at dawn, when the sun came up, they would be among the first to see him and to greet him when he would come to establish his glorious kingdom. Problem, though, was that he never came. And they stayed on the slope of that mountain for three years, thinking that maybe their calculations were messed up, that when the Pope adjusted the calendar to reflect better the turning of the earth, that maybe their calculations were off. And so for three years, they stubbornly remained there, waiting for Jesus to show up, no Jesus. Now the story is that they returned to their hometowns and villages never quite the same, remaining down and despondent for the rest of their lives. Not only did they not see Jesus in glory, but they missed the many events in the lives of their family and friends. They missed the weddings, the funerals, the births, the baptisms, the anniversaries, the birthdays, they missed caring for loved ones who were ill, they missed the celebrations of holy days and holidays that help us to celebrate so much of who we are. Oh yeah, they seemed to have their eyes open in a very resolute way, but on their own terms, not on God's. What they were doing was the wrong kind of watching. They were being watchful and alert in a very skewed way, all the while believing they were right and on target. Now, when Advent summons you and I to a prayerful and thoughtful watchfulness, it's not about sitting around waiting for Jesus to show up on the clouds. It's not about burning daylight and focusing on ourselves. It's not about wringing our hands and tightening our hearts when the forces of gloom and doom come at us. No. This watchfulness means that the followers of Jesus rise to the occasion during the darkest days of winter. This is the time when the followers of Jesus light candles and string lights and make our homes and churches places of warmth and hope and welcome. This is when the followers of Jesus Christ resolve to be our best selves 
by reaching out to those in need, by sharing more of what we have. This is when the followers of Jesus observe the traditions that help us remember who we are, in whom we believe, where we came from. This time of year when we hear and sing old songs that link us to generations before us in whom we find strength and comfort. This is when we keep alert and have our eyes wide open for our Savior is indeed coming home to each and every one of us. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. With confidence and with hope, we come before the Lord with our prayers and our needs. That the church will know the Lord's favor in watchful readiness for the revelation of Christ, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That leaders of governments will know the Lord's favor in fervent efforts to end injustice, poverty, and war. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That the sick and hospitalized will know the Lord's favor in abundant health and strength. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That this assembly will know the Lord's favor in untiring service until the Master returns. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That those who have died will know the Lord's favor and everlasting joy. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Almighty God and Father, you sent your Son into the world to be the light of the world. Help us to follow his light and hear our prayers, for we make them through Christ our Lord. 
please turn the gather hymnal to number 590, number 590.
Pray with me, my brothers and sisters, that these our gifts might be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and the glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Accept, we pray, O Lord, these offerings we make, gathered from among your gifts to us, and may what you grant us to celebrate devoutly here below gain for us the prize of eternal redemption. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. You lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. For he assumed at his first coming the lowliness of human flesh, and so fulfilled the design you formed long ago, and opened for us the way to eternal salvation, that when he comes again in glory and majesty, and all is at last made manifest, we who watch for that day may inherit the great promise in which now we dare to hope. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory. Holy, holy, holy Lord, holy Lord God of hosts, holy, holy, holy Lord, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. ceaselessly at work, so that we may become holy as you yourself are holy. Look, we pray upon your people's offerings and pour out upon them the power of your spirit, that they may become the body and blood of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, in whom we have become your sons and daughters. Indeed, indeed though we once were lost and could not approach you, you loved us with the greatest love. For your Son, who alone is just, handed himself over to death and did not disdain to be nailed for our sake to the wood of the cross. But before his arms were outstretched between heaven and earth to become the lasting sign of your covenant, he desired to celebrate the Passover with his disciples. As he ate with them, he took bread, gave you thanks, 
said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. He gave you thanks, handed the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. A mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection. celebrate the memorial of your Son, Jesus Christ, who is our Passover and our lasting peace. We celebrate his death and resurrection, looking forward to his second coming. We offer you, who are our faithful and merciful God, this sacrificial victim who reconciles to you the human race. Look kindly, most compassionate Father, on those you unite to yourself by the sacrifice of your Son. And grant that by the power of the Holy Spirit, as we partake of this one bread and one chalice, we may be gathered into one body in Christ who heals every division. Be pleased to keep us always in communion of mind and heart, together with Francis, our Pope, and all church leaders. Help us to work together for the coming of your kingdom until the hour when we stand before you, saints among the saints in the halls of heaven, with Mary, with Joseph, with the apostles, and all the saints, with our deceased brothers and sisters, whom we humbly commend to your mercy. Then freed at last from the wound of corruption and made fully into a new creation, we shall sing to you with gladness the thanksgiving of Christ who lives for all eternity. Through him, with him, in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen, 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 amen. Amen, amen, amen. At our Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we have the courage to say, Our Father, our Father who art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but upon the faith of your church, and graciously grant peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let's offer each other the sign of peace. Lamb of God, Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to share in the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ bring us to everlasting life. Amen.
Saint Ignatius of Antioch. mysteries, O Lord, in which we have participated, profit us, we pray. For even now, as we walk amid passing things, you teach us by them to love the things of heaven and hold fast to what endures. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. A couple of things before we go forth. Um, thank you for your generosity in today's second collection. Next weekend, another second collection this time to um, fund the Dorothy Day House specifically to provide Christmas dinner the Sunday before. We're in charge of that. We're probably going to need to feed between 250 and 300 people. Um, any of you that can help us with that that day, please let me know. 
Um, but again, next week, second collection benefits them. During Advent, we do not have Wednesday Mass in the morning, but rather at 6 o'clock p.m. So any of you that would like to come to Mass in the evening on Wednesday, please know that you are welcome. Also, we'll need some help on Friday preparing the city chicken at 2 o'clock p.m. at St. John's in Camel, the kitchen there. So any of you that can help us out, please um, let me know or call the office. The more people we have, the faster it goes. We've got a lot of food to prepare for next Sunday because our ticket sales were very high this time. Also in the bulletin is a list of our autumn raffle winners. So congratulations to all them. Just need to make one correction, and that is that um, the grand prize winner was actually Mary Ann Schaefer. The bulletin says she won 100, but she, in fact, won 500. So any of you that might need a loan, please give Mary Ann a call. She might be able to help you out. Thanks to those who helped to repair the church for Advent. Um, I think we did a pretty good job and got it done very quickly because we had a lot of help. As you go forth today, there um, is a statue of the, the uh, Sorrowful Mother in the, in the vestibule. That is the statue that will be out on the new shrine come spring and the break in the weather. So you can kind of take a look at that. Also, at the base of the statue are some Advent devotional books. Magnificat is there. Please feel free to take one. If you know someone at home um, that can't make it to church, please take one for them as well. We do have some extras available, so if we run out, um, please let myself or one of the ushers know after Mass. We also will be having adoration in church here until 3 o'clock this afternoon, so anytime you'd like to come by and pray before the Blessed Sacrament before 3 p.m., know that you are most welcome. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Let us bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. May the almighty and merciful God, by whose grace you have placed your faith in the first coming of his only begotten Son, and yearn for his coming again, sanctify you by the radiance of Christ's advent and enrich you with his blessing. Amen. Amen. As you run the race of this present life, may God make you firm in faith, joyful in hope, and active in charity. Amen. Amen. So the rejoicing now with devotion at our Redeemer's coming in the flesh, you may be endowed with the rich reward of eternal life when he comes again in majesty. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us go forth in peace, glorifying the Lord by our lives. Thanks be to God. In the gather hymnal number 395, number 395. Oh, wisdom from 
in her way. 